Have you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast? Prove that I, I can play at that level. Some of my best games were against some of the top teams in the world. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. Alan Quinlan, good morning. Morning, guys. How are Thanks. you? Keeping well. Uh, wonderful win for the under 20s. I, I was watching the, uh, the France England game yesterday evening and. Um, I mean, the way it started, I was like, "Oh, this is England's, this is England's game." No, they're not going to lose this match. Unbelievable start, but France came back into it. But um, from an Irish perspective, pretty pleased with that performance, generally speaking. Yeah, I think they soaked up a lot of pressure. I think um, certainly wouldn't have it wouldn't have been a type of uh, first half that Richie Murphy or the mm-hmm. players would have wanted themselves. Um, not not uh, if you took away the scoreboard, because Ireland were seven 0 up at half time, which was remarkable, really, given pressure they were under no real clear cut chances for South Africa but they were hammering away for, mm-hmm. for a long time playing most of the game in, in Ireland's half um, but this Irish side have shown their I think Gus McCarthy described them as a pack of dogs afterwards and uh, it was a good description to be honest because um, they're tough Shane they're mm-hmm. tough as nails to be fair to them um, and I don't know if, if People kind of, for me as a former player, I was kind of going, this is a team I'd like to be in because they're tenacious and they're, you know, they're very tight as well. They seem to be. And look, obviously what they've been through in, in the last week, I think for, for Andrew Wall and or Max, um, Max Wall and Andrew O'Donnell, yeah. the Michaels lads who tragically passed away, that had a kind of a direct impact into, you know, there was, I think, six people in the, in the group who, who were in Michaels and would have knows, known those boys who who died way too young, you know, tragically. Um, they were dealing with that, and then for for Greg Oliver to pass away the day before the match, tragically again, the father of Jack. You know, it's a lot for young people to to, to kind of take in, and to go out and play Fiji. Then, and I was worried yesterday because I thought, you know, in some ways, and this I hope this doesn't, doesn't sound disrespectful. I think you kind of have a cause. Delayed emotion Fiji game for, and yeah. for the Fiji game, kind of it's 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 all so real and so recent. You kind of have that cause to go. Well, we're not going out to let anyone down here, and we've mm. we've no choice. It was kind of like when Axel passed away yeah. in Limerick, when playing for something. Munster went out to play Glasgow that day. You just felt nobody in the world is going to beat Munster this day because it's just it can't happen. Mm. Their players are not going to allow it happen. There was a little bit of that the way Fiji presented the jersey. It was a lovely moment that they were going to, even though they made mistakes in the game. I worried a little bit yesterday that, you know, it was four or five days after and the emotional kind of turmoil and how that be processed. Um, but obviously, you know, they had people in, spoke to them, um, tried to kind of talk about it because, you know, you can put on a brave face and say, look, I'm fine and all that. But that's what's so impressive for me, the way they were able to, you know, stick together and, and perform. And if you look at... If you look at the scoreline, it's a little bit surreal, isn't it? Thirty-one twelve, you know, against the host nation. Seven at half time, as you say. Yeah, yeah. And their defence and their work rate is just through the roof. I think they make life difficult for themselves at times with <clears throat> some mistakes and and decision making, but uh, they seem to react every time. If they have a mistake, they kind of dust themselves off, which is a lovely kind of mentality as young people. Yeah. We see older sports people sometimes. It can kind of bog you down, can't it? When you, if you, something goes wrong in a match and you're always trying to tell kids, you know, look, you've got to get next over the ball. mistake the next yeah, ball, yeah, or, yeah, you know, absolutely. and move on. 
and they do it perfectly. They just seem to go, well, let's let's the next action and. Uh, you know, you could analyse their games and say, well, certain things got to be different. And I think they've improved as the tournament went on, you know. And if you go back to the first game against England, they they, they lose that game mm. and potentially they're not in this final. That's how, how tight it is with you when you have three groups of four. Yeah. Um, so hang on, first of all, in that game and, and make sure it was a draw when they kind of had the game won on the 65th minute. England came back and were, they were hanging on for dear life. They've had a couple of send, uh, sightings, injuries, um, and all the other stuff. So, look, they're going to be up against it against France. But I just thought the second half yesterday, South Africa scored just after half time, after missing two kickable penalties by their their old half John Smith, um, who hadn't missed a kick in the in the tournament in the other uh, three games. He missed two very kickable penalties, and you think, oh God, maybe mm. it's one of those days where things are going to go right. Um, Sam Prendergast drops the ball out and they end up score off the second miss and they end up scoring a try and you're thinking right that's the kind of door open now for South Africa here and Harlan just go upfield and Brian Gleeson scores that wonderful try off the line out and um, they just kick on and and they're they're an incredibly impressive group to be fair and um, it's wonderful to see them in the final so that uh, period earlier in the year that tournament they played uh, I remember seeing a couple of games down in Musgrave Park um, like Sam Prendergast obviously coming Six into the nations, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, in terms of what they know about France from from kind of that experience, do you think that helps? Um, well, they know what's coming. I think if you look at if you look at France, I, I kind of have um, before yesterday's game, like in the pool matches, they had maximum points: three wins, uh, twenty-two tries scored, seven conceded. So it's uh, 22 tries in, in three games. Um, they got bad, six it? yesterday again. Um, one in the first half and, and five in the second half and had one or two tries disallowed. So they yeah. could have been could have been eight or nine tries. Um, they've improved a lot, Sarah, and um, they've brought in a couple of players. Pozzolo, Tuolangi, <laughs> uh, who's only 18. He's 145 kilos. He's in the Jeez. second row. He's um he's a son of Henry Tuolagi who played for Perpignan mm. in in France and I I played against Henry Tuolangi big man as uh, well big man under- big man is an understatement <laughs> um, he's a, he's he's absolutely massive and um, Henry would be in and out of the game kind of but he makes this charge like and you literally you're going backwards your best bet is just close your eyes and kind of hope <laughs> that he doesn't uh, uh, bolt you 20 yards backwards but as all the two Alangis we've seen him play for Leicester and, and you know for, um, the younger one well, um, Manu Tuolangi plays for England obviously he's had a lot of injuries Freddie Tuolangi would have been another brother played with Leicester back played against him in the <laughs> European final in 2002 but Henry Henry played with Perpignan his son is 18 now he's 145 kilos so they're after kind of calling him into the, the, the squad the squads anyway. and um, he's heavily involved in what they're doing but they have some they have some brilliant players you know uh, Max Gazzotti the number 8 what a footballer! You know, we talk about Brian Gleeson and the impact he's having. Um, Gazzotti for for them is is a wonderful footballer. You know, he's and they've so many good players. But in saying that, Ireland, going back to answer your question, Sarah, I kind of drifted away there. Um, that game in Cork, Ireland won 33-31. and it was one of those games where you felt Ireland kind of 
got away with this. Okay. They they were kind of the physicality at times was kind of a little bit uh, at a level that you thought Ireland were going to get get blown away here. Is that confidence or is that a, you oh, no, can't that, beat the no, same team no, twice I think, in a year? Yeah, I think it's confidence in one way. It depends what way you look at it. And they will look at it and say, OK, we know France are very strong physically and they're a very good side. They have great speed and mm-hmm. tempo to their game. So if you allow them play, they can do that magical French flair and they have lots of players who can do that. But um, I think it's a, it's a real kind of wake-up call for, for, for players. And if I was one of the players, you're thinking, right, I've got to be on the money here physically. I've got to have my mentality right and yeah. be ready for this, you know, kind of up the aggression levels and all that kind of stuff. So um, the worst thing they can try and do is con- think you can contain them and, and that's going to win you a game. Ireland, and they've shown this, and I'm sure Richie Murphy will, will want his team. They, they're they a brilliant side when they play and when they hold on to the ball. So I think he'll want his side to play and not solely focus on stopping France. France are a very dangerous side. So in summary, France have got better. Okay. I think Ireland have got better as well, and they've got more depth in their squad, Ireland, which is impressive mm-hmm. because they have lots of... Um, the impact off the bench is very good. Uh, but that was probably a, f- a game in Cork that Ireland could, or France could have won. Ireland could have lost it. You know, I think that Prendergast kicks a penalty at the end to win it for them. Um, of course, that gives you confidence. Yeah. That if you get stuff and right, there's, a, there's, there's no fear of the unknown. Sometimes yeah, you can build yeah. teams and up you know in what? your head. Yeah. And you, you know? know yourself, Sarah. Mm-hmm. When you get into finals, sometimes it kind of levels a bit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can be very conscious and aware of the team you're playing. That you know, their their favourites. Mainly for what they've done in this tournament, France. Yeah. They've kind of blown everyone away. They like when you beat a a New Zealand team like they did in the in in round two, round one was it round two? I'm not sure. Round two, I think. Mm. Um, There's going to be hype. Yeah, of course there is, and and people are going to take notice. But you know they've done they've done wonderful the under twenties Ireland. There will be obvious parallels with the 2016 team. The only previous time we've had uh, an under 20 side in the, in the world final. That time uh, that was uh, a defeat to England in the final, 45 points to 21. England were the hosts, of course, back in 2016. Um, and, a, and a few Irish players, to be fair, came through that 2016 team in the senior uh, ranks. But of this current crop, who can you see kind of it, following it's that? It's hard, path? and it's it's. Pro- I don't know. You, it's not unnecessary pressure. It's an opinion for me. Lots of people have different opinions. If you look at 2016, James Ryan was the captain of that team in Manchester Mm. two years later he's running out in Twickenham winning a Grand Slam for Ireland that's a quick acceleration so is Andrew Porter so is Jacob Stockdale Mm. so the three of those guys who who um, started in Manchester played in Manchester and then two years later they're down in Twickenham Um, incredible such young players and they've obviously uh, they're very important players now in in the pro game Um, Stockdale is in the squad but not starting for Ireland but Porter and James Ryan you think they're starters every yeah. time Ireland go out nowadays Shane Daly played um, and he had a brilliant end of season brilliant season with Munster Jimmy O'Brien Will Connors Max Deegan there's lots of more more Hugo players Hugo Keenan was there as well Hugo Keenan so um number of those players maybe 8-10 of them came through and they're playing regularly now with their provinces so if that's if the, if you're looking at it for a parallel, of course there's a number of these players that are going to make it mm. and come through. And um, you want me to start picking out players who are going well, to make it? Who and, do you think? Well, and Frank Leeson is who's the not going to make pick, it, isn't he? Like as a tip man, you're going to put Leeson straight away. Straight away yeah, I think the captain has been, of course, um, uh, Paddy McCarthy at Lou said he's a brother of of Joe McCarthy. He, mm. He's he's a brilliant player. He's 
played tight in the Six Nations. He's over loose head now because Ronan Fox is in tight head. Versatile. Um, brilliant player. Um, really tough. Um, not just a good scrummager, but a great footballer around the field. The captain, Gus McCarthy, what a player. Um, he's been a great leader for them as well. And, and, and again, mad for the ball in his hands, all, all, all action all over the field, great work rate. Um, it's kind of unfair to be picking guys out here, but I suppose there's, there's a number of them. All, all the forwards, you know, Charlie Irvine, who's come in, in, in for this tournament, for, he's into the academy now in Ulster. Yeah. He's a big prospect. Conor O'Tiernig, um, brilliant player as well. The back row, I pro- I'm, and you know, I probably if I was to scrutinise that more, Dermot Mangan, uh, Ruan Quinn, and, and and Brian Gleeson, and I highlighted them yesterday in the match. They all had big games. They all had big impacts. Um, Gleeson has four tries scored in the tournament in essentially three games because he only came off the bench against England yeah. because he had an injury in the lead up. He also came off against Fiji, so it's not even probably three full games. Um, he scored a number of tries in the Six Nations. He's 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 a machine. He's powerful. Um, didn't have it all his own way yesterday because you know you're playing a really the margins and, and yeah. the opportunity of of space is is tightening up a little bit and you're playing against a very physical side. But right across that forward pack, um, they all have a chance um, of of really going on to the next level. It depends. You need a bit of luck with injuries, all that kind of stuff, but. They've they were kind of mainstay that group and James McNabney as well who who picked up a suspension. Um, they did brilliantly in the Six Nations and they've kind of continued on in this tournament. The big ones and the most kind of high profile ones is the Sam Prendergast, you know. Yeah. Sonny Bill Williams tweeting about him for the offload. He's a very talented player. I think he brought his kicking boots yesterday, which he had some difficulties earlier in the tournament. Yeah, like well, he missed four yeah. kickable conversions. But he was impeccable in the Six Nations, so there was always going to be a yeah, deal, you know. Yeah, of course, yeah, and I think he's still learning. There's a lot of pressure. Everything you're probably handling the ball 70, 80 times in a game as an out half. You're always going to have one or two mistakes. It's difficult to get. Imagine touching the ball 80 times, and you're supposed to kind of. Have good moments in yeah. all those eighty. Seventy seven percent. So you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but aside from the kicking, you're touching the ball a lot. You've a lot of decisions to make, and I still think he's learning. But he's 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 a brilliant player and uh, crossfield kicks as well. Yeah, yeah. They were yesterday two great yeah. crossfield kicks. Um, Finton gun um, all action scrum half inciting him as well, and uh, you know John Devine is someone I spoke about uh, at twelve. Um, he's been kind of. Uh, ever present in his team and so many positive involvements as well so um, James Nicholson who wasn't who wasn't didn't start against England yeah. you know, he's two tries um, right across the board Hugh Cooney who picked up a suspension uh, Henry McAuline there's loads of them it is a bit unfair because you're leaving someone out um, Hugh Gavin has been really good for mm. the team as well so there's there's a lot of big players if you're asking me to pick out two three players now I think you're you're obviously Ruan Quinn is 116 kilos. Um, he's 19. He is just so powerful and explosive with his carries. Like about a two lang, yeah. Um, he's a, yeah, yeah. He's, he's down. <laughs> 30 kilos. Yeah. Put on there. Um, but 116 or 17 kilos as an open side wing forward. You know, my, my playing weight when I felt I was, you know, strong and uh, mm. no problem, you know, playing at the top level and physically I wasn't like God I'm, I was probably 100 and 
nine, ten kilos. Right. And um, he's 19 and he's... He's, he's seven, six or seven kilos heavier than, than I would have been. When I was very comfortable at 109 or 10 kilos, that's 17 and a half, you know, 17, 17 and a half stone thereabouts. I fluctuated for for a wing forward. That's that's not small. Hefty like, um, yeah. But he's 116 kilos. Brian Gleeson is 118 kilos. Right. Um, he's underage next year. He's 19 since since Jesus. February, Brian Gleeson. So, oh, so he's 118 kilos, but he can move as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not. I'm not kind of saying it's all about size. Richie McCall, one of the greatest wing forwards of all times, was probably 100 between 100 and 105 kilos. Mm. Um, so it's not about the weight necessarily. It helps. Yeah. Um, uh, particularly if you make lots of carries, so you play to your strength. So Ruan Quinn, the amount of carries he makes in a match, and they're really explosive carries. Um, Dermot Mangan was, you know, he's very powerful and strong as well. He's probably up around 115, 10, mm. 14, 15 kilos as well. So they're strong, powerful guys. But that's just the nature of where, where these players are built nowadays. Was the scrum in the mall that, that won in the second half? The scrum half? was the pack were tired, yeah. getting tired. Now, quick. look, South Africa, um, they probably played well for 50, 60 minutes against mm. Georgia and and for 30 minutes of the second half against Argentina yeah they were very inconsistent and uncharacteristically poor at defending malls at, at scrum time so yeah, you don't kind of associate a, a springbok side who uh, who are weak in those areas um Ireland exposed them and you know really kind of the scrum was outstanding yesterday really really brilliant and probably won the game from um, that, that physicality up front but the scrum was a big really important factor in, 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 the, in the victory so it's a brilliant pace for them Shane they're, they're they, you know again given everything they've been through um they've kind of kept their focus and to go out and beat the host nation like that mm. yesterday and get into a final and, and certainly look they're up against us with France who are, who are who have been so good but they'll have a chance you know they'll really believe and I think I think they've shown us when the shackles are off a little bit they, they have a real goal so yeah. obviously they've got to get the fundamentals right and kind of step up around the set piece but you're saying the underdogs out. tag might actually suit them yeah yeah yeah, I don't like the underdogs tag and that, <laughs> that kind of mentality of oh, we need it. We, we we kind of played a lot with that before at times and, and I always wanted to be the favourites and kind of de- go the other way and deal with the favourites tag. But no, of course, I think, yes, everybody believes that, that France and are, better. are a better side and probably the best side in the tournament. Ireland need to bring a, a kind of a 9 out of 10 performance to get a win. But I, I, I think they have a chance. They have a real good chance here. Um, and I th- that'll be exciting for them. And you know they've kind of got through. What, what a what a what a. I think what a return for these players if they were to win it. But I think if they were come to come home and you know, having been beaten in their final, mm. I still think it's been a brilliant tournament for for them. Yeah, Friday is that final with that group of players that you've mentioned there. That influx of talent to to the senior ranks. You know, notably the win on Friday is not going to dictate their futures per se, oh, based on the twenty sixteen no, piece. Not at all. Is that a very attractive prospect for a future manager who may be based away? Maybe based away in, in, in France, is it? Would that be something that would steer him back to, to Ireland? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, you're talking... I think you're talking about Rog. I think, yes, of course. If you were... If, <laughs> if, if he was going to come back here at some stage... That would be a reason yeah, to come well, back. Yeah, of course. You look at the players, the quality of players. He, some of these guys will probably end up going overseas because... 
you know, they might not all make it here. They might have to go away for a couple of years. He might sign one or two of them. Mm. Who knows? But um, yeah, I think Irish rugby is in a pretty healthy state. Yeah. Listen, in three months we'll probably be doom and gloom merchants again because oh, uh, maybe m- maybe I will if we're knocked out in the quarterfinals. Yeah. 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 And the rugby haters <laughs> will be happy. And uh, who knows? But look, it's good. Lots of good young players. They won a Grand Slam last year as well. We mustn't forget, and the Grand Slam this year, and now in a final. So. Um, next year's team is better, I'm told. Okay, is it? It's yeah. always coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next year's coming. team is there's better a few, again. Good few of these guys underage. Evan O'Connell <laughs> is. Um, there's a number of them. Future's bright. Quinny, we'll chat to you again before the final. Thanks, Billy, for, for popping in. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.